Hi, my name is Kieran, and welcome to the best happiness podcast in the world with the art of brilliant. I think it will change your life, and when you're brilliant, us little people stand a better chance too. I really hope you like it. If you do, please recommend it and maybe leave us a message. If you don't, please keep quiet. Mark, over to you. Howdy, folks. You're back with the Art of Brilliance podcast, and this is part two of our summer special. My name is Carl, and I've got the pleasure of talking to Andy Cope again as we talk about a few tips and tricks you can use to ensure you have a brilliant summer. Now, I'm assuming you listened to part one of this podcast special, and if not, you can have a listen by heading over to www.artofbrilliance.co.uk slash podcasts. If you have listened to that already, then you'll remember Andy and myself had a chat about how money isn't the secret key to happiness, and that actually, there are a lot of wealthy people in the world that are fantastically miserable, and there are a lot of people with not much money at all that are having an absolutely brilliant life. So whilst we'd be daft to deny that money doesn't play any part in leading a happy life, we talked about how the best way to spend your happiness pound is on an experience rather than on products. Andy then explained how happiness is infectious. Happiness is great for your well-being. It helps you be more creative, be more active, but it also leaks out of you. So Andy talked about the ripple effect and how humans are genetically wired to catch each other's emotions. What this leads to is that by being the happy one in the room, you're actually passing on your happiness to other people, who then can pass on their happiness to other people, and this can go on and on and on. So just by choosing to jump out of bed with a smile, be full of energy tomorrow morning, once you see your family or you get to work, you can and will put them in a better mood. So if you're on holiday, you can make sure you have a great day full of laughs by choosing to be that infectious person. But, and it's a big but, it works both ways, folks. If you're in a terrible mood with a face like thunder, you can absolutely expect to pass on your bad mood onto the people around you. And that'll start draining away any happiness away from anybody else. So the big lesson here is don't be the grumpy one. We also covered how important gratitude can be when trying to lead a brilliant life. It's so very easy to think that your neighbour has a better life than you because they have a bigger house or a better car. But it's very important to appreciate what you have. You might have been dreaming about a holiday to Disneyland but ended up on a trip to Whitby. But gratitude lets us realise how lucky we are to be going somewhere as fab as Whitby. Some people don't get to go on holidays at all. And there's always someone in a much, much worse position than yourself. So no matter how little or much you think you have, be grateful for your family, your friends and everything you already have. Because once you've done that, you'll start to naturally see things in a more positive light. And then lastly, we chatted about how 57 degrees Fahrenheit is a spot-on temperature for us human beings. And if you live in Britain like me, I can remember many, many times when I've said it's far too hot today. So perhaps that nice break in Whitby will be more enjoyable than 80 degree temperatures in Florida. So we've got four tips that'll help us have a brilliant summer, but you can never get too much advice. So let's go back to Dr. Happy himself, Andy Cope, for Art of Brilliance podcast, Summer Special, Part 2. Part two of a podcast. Part two. It's another two-parter, mate. It's, like, it's been a cliffhanger, hasn't it? I feel like we're in a TV episode or something. Um, but I have done a brief recap on what we covered last time. So I've already got four great tips for having a brilliant summer, despite the weather, despite how much money I've got to spend, despite where I go. Um, but what else have you got for me, mate? Because these are pretty useful tips, and I want some more. Well, let me ask you a personal question, Chewie. Okay. Um, are you a masturbator? I beg your pardon. Do, 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 well, I, I better ask. I mean, it seems quite well. Masturbating. You have to be careful how you say it. But because um, I am, 
me and my mates, we go out on a Thursday night to the pub and we masturbate like mad mate. If you describe what, uh, let's tell you what masturbating is. Masturbating is when you turn sim something that you think you would like to have into something that you absolutely think you must have. Um, and every advert on the TV is designed to make you unhappy with what you currently own so that you need to buy the product to make you happy. That's the whole marketing philosophy is designed to scare you or make you feel uncomfortable or unhappy. Um, and we fall for it. So therefore we buy the new product and that makes you happy temporarily. So Mate, you've and, just you've literally just described me. That is I, I am probably a chief yeah, masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're always exhausted, dude. Isn't it? <laughs> it's um I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really. Um, even when you get old, my my father-in-law is a quick story that's uh, made it into the new book because he's funny. He's funny, but he's he's eighty something or other, and he's bearing in mind he shouldn't be on the road driving anyway because he's a danger to everybody. <laughs> but, he, but he does, and all he does is goes from he lives in Bolton and he goes from his house to Morrison's twice a week. Right, right, and he's got a sat nav, so he puts his sat nav on. <laughs> <laughs> makes me laugh, but it's like, she keeps me company. So it's right, which is fine. <laughs> now he's just upgraded his sat nav, mate, for lifetime updates. Right, it's cost him 120 quid, so he now gets lifetime. He's 84. I've not tried to, you know, <laughs> lifetime updates, and he gets global sat nav. So he's now been convinced. He's been convinced, even though he's never going to leave the confines of Bolton, he's somehow been convinced by the marketing that he must have a lifetime update on his global set nav like he's going to be driving through the Himalayas one day <laughs> it's not going to leave Bolton right? he's masturbating and he's 84 it's no oh. wonder he's nearly blind <laughs> <laughs> so masturbating is a big issue and young people get it really bad as well you know they it's very hard when we do sessions in schools we say who wants to be happy and the kids are like well not really you know who wants to be uh, uh, more confident well not really. You know, who wants to be rich? Oh, yeah, 300 hands will go yeah. up. Because they all equate, we're back to this point about, you know, must have the products, must have the money to make me happy. And it's like, oh, getting over that, getting over that is a really big deal. And I've become a lot happier since I stopped masturbating. Yeah. Now, do you know what? That's very interesting. Because I think I've, I think I, well, I say you describe me perfectly. I definitely think I have gotten over it. Because I was definitely, you know me. You know how much you I get it, man. You get it, man. Get it, man. Do you know, I remember, I'll give you an example of when I stopped masturbating. It was, um, you know, I'm a big Apple fan. I've got all my Apple gadgets. And I went and I bought the latest iPhone last year. And it was the most exciting day ever. And I bought it home and I put it down next to the one that I'd just got rid of. And it looked exactly the same. Yeah. There was no difference. And after about an hour of using yeah. it, I thought, do you know what? I, I've just wasted a load of money on this. Well, there we go. I mean, maybe it does come with a, with a, with a bit of a mindset of mindfulness. Of, um, I mean, once again, an activity, if everybody wants to have a little go at it, is if you list, it's a different list to the last podcast, but uh, if you write the top 10 happiest moments of your life, that is a really interesting activity because what you, I guarantee what you will write about is experiences, not products. So your iPhone, mate, will not be on your list of top 10 happiest moments of your life. Your top 10 happiest moments, and everybody listening to this, will be holidays in Whitby, <laughs> relationships, with, it'll be things that you have done with people that you love, probably with no Wi-Fi on those days either. So, what, you know what? so if you want to squeeze more from your happiness pound, then it isn't about products. It's definitely about investing in experiences. Wow. Do you know what? I think you're absolutely right, mate. That's... Uh, I'm learning from this. This is excellent. I'm going to have the best summer ever. I really am. I mean, Whitby, I'm not taking my phone. 
It's going to be it's going to be average temperature. I'm looking forward to it. What next, yeah. Ross? Good. Well, we've done masturbation, which is a word that we've made up. Can we do another word, which is um, taking a vacation? Ooh, um, that sounds very American. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we talk about staycations, and now we've got vacations. And actually, once again, the science suggests that um, it isn't necessarily the holiday that you go on. It, it's it, it's it's right from the booking it. So what you've got to do is plan a holiday. And the planning of the holiday will give you more pleasure than going on the holiday. According to the... <laughs> again, I've got a voice in my head screaming, that's a load of nonsense. But I'm just saying there is a paper out there academically that has proved that. So after your holiday, so actually, it's the, it's the, book it and don't go on it. <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. But actually, it's the anticipation. We all anticipate uh, something called destination addiction. We all anticipate that we're going to be happier in the future. My research shows this whole body of all these thousands of people that I've researched that show that everybody, I'm talking about absolutely 100% of everybody, believes they are going to be happier in the future. Now, I can understand that. If you're not happy now, then you may predict that you're going to be happier in five years' time. But guess what? Even if you're deliriously happy now, you still anticipate that your future is going to be happier. It doesn't make any sense at all. Um, and But therefore, it, that why we, we design like that? Because as human beings, if we thought our future... If it was the other way around, let's look through the other end of the kaleidoscope. If we imagined as human beings that our future was going to be worse then we'd stagnate as a, as, as, a, as a species. We'd never move forward. We'd never venture out of our caves. So actually, this, this, we are biologically, neurologically programmed to think that the future is, offers us something better. It moves us forward. I mean, as a, as a species, we've continued to strive forward. So actually, there's a really interesting evolutionary perspective on happiness there. Um, so so it's, your holiday doesn't start... It's not about the holiday. It's about, you know, you can be happy when you booked it and you can anticipate it in six months' time. So yeah. fake it. Fake it. There's lots of things you can fake in life, mate, to make you happy. That'll save me a fortune, mate. <laughs> there you go. Full of cool, cool top tips. <laughs> I can see myself now next holiday. Lynn's will wake up. She'll pack her bags. I go, don't worry, love. We're not going anywhere. But we had a cracking time looking forward to it, didn't we? Well, there you go. Yeah. Haven't you enjoyed it? And we saved ourselves a £1,000. Yeah. I oh, know you don't know. We cancelled it too late, mate. We lost that. But, you know, it's oh. not about money, is it? We've already covered that bit. So. Yeah. You can take the other too far, can't you? I'm just I'm seeing some cracks in the arguments of theory, mate. But, <laughs> I think it's the wider point, isn't it? You know, about the holidays is about um, anticipating a great future. Is is a reason why we do that? It's an evolutionary reason why we do that. Yeah, that's it's interesting when you put some of the science behind it because you're absolutely right. We we would just be doing nothing. We need that sort of exploration, that that sort of ambition, that something to look forward to in a sense that kind of drives us to do what we do every day. Well, if we were, yeah, if we were fearful of the future and we turned it the other way around and the future was terrible, everybody thought the future was bleak, we would literally still be sitting in caves around campfires, huddling in the darkness, not very daring to venture out. So actually this this future perspective of happiness is is, is really been important to evolutionary. Uh, well, it's one of the reasons we came out of the caves in the first place, mate. Fantastic. Oh, that, that, that's fascinating. I actually really enjoy that. I, I kind of, I'm getting into the science of this stuff. There's some really deep stuff behind it all, isn't there? Well, there is some deep stuff, but you boil it down to the simplicity, which is what we essentially try and do. We try and take a PhD thesis here. We try and take a whole body of what's called positive psychology, which is this kind of big umbrella concept that, inc that includes happiness and well-being and flourishing and strengths and goals and, and all that good stuff. And we, we debunk it and we say, well, if you boil it down to actually what does it really mean? If you interview happy people, what are they actually doing? What are their strategies um, to be happy, that's what they are to be brilliant. Uh, the workshop and the books, that's essentially what it's all about, is making it really simple. Fantastic. I like simple, mate. Uh, well, I am simple. That's why... That's why <laughs> We're from Derby. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
Boom. <laughs> Good man. All right. Well, I think, you know, I'm, I've got a very comprehensive list here of things to make sure this is the best best summer I've ever had. Is there anything else? Can you give me anything else? One last well, thing. Well, should we finish on a nice practical one again, which is um, Dr. Amit Sood. He calls it the 5-3-2, and I, it sounds like a football formation to me. It sounds like Derby County should be playing that. But um, <laughs> Uh, the 5-3-2 basically says that you should consider five... So the five is the five people that you're most grateful for to have in your life. They'll be the people closest to you. Um, and then the two... Oh, sorry, so that's the five. The three is then when you meet them in the morning or when you meet them, if you haven't seen them for a while, is for the first three minutes, you treat them like a long-lost friend. You're not judging them. You've just got positives. And the two, so that's the five and three, and the two is when for the first two seconds when you see them, you send them a silent... I wish you well, or I love you in your head. So you don't necessarily have to tell them, but that's your first thought. And that's a beautiful thing, mate. I've been practicing with it. Five, three, two. So you've got five people that you really care about. You, you're going to spend the first three minutes in a non-judgmental mood. And the first two seconds is, do you know what? I wish you well. I love you. Beautiful. And it, on the holiday, it kills the urge to strangle them. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to have to tattoo that number on the back of my hand. That's fantastic. I love that. And I, do you know what? The best thing is I can see how it would work. You know, yeah, sort yeah. of it's that kind of, no matter what they're doing, if you, I think as soon as you say that, you know, oh, I love you, it's, it changes your thinking. You're in a it changes your thinking, mate, and it's, it's what we call an internal strategy. It's a mental strategy that happy people have. So it's, it's not just a nice thing to do. There's a science behind that is it reverses the normal way that we think. We tend to be very critical. We tend to have the negative voice in our head, and we tend to find fault with everybody silently in our head. So all this is doing, positive psychology comes from, well, what's the opposite of that? And the opposite is the 532. I love that, mate. Fantastic. Wow. Okay, well, that should tee everybody up. If you listen to the two summer podcasts, if you haven't had the best summer ever, then um, get your money back. <laughs> well, Andy, it's been absolutely cracking talking to you, mate. I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to have the best summer, the best holiday ever. And uh, we'll do this again sometime, mate. I surely hope so. Thank you very much indeed. Brilliant stuff. Cheers. All the best. And there we go, folks. That brings us to the end of our two-part summer special. I've had a great time talking to Andy Cope over these two podcasts. We've covered some really good topics that hopefully help you take a different perspective on things. Today we've talked about masturbation, something I'm very guilty of. Masturbation is the act of turning something you would like to have into something that you must have. Adverts on the internet and television are all designed to make you want, want, want. And if you can limit or even stop masturbating full stop, you can appreciate what you have a lot more whilst probably saving yourself a bit of money at the same time. And he's also got me planning my next vacation, which is the act of planning a holiday without actually going on it. Okay, so it's not the best way to make you wonderfully happy all of a sudden, but the science behind it is showing that the act of planning that holiday, having it to look forward to and anticipating the flights, the beach, etc., that's actually a big part of the holiday experience. So, your next holiday, spend the evening looking at hotels, plan the flights, then don't bother booking anything. Or maybe go on the holiday, but remember that when you arrive, how much you were looking forward to it all those months beforehand. And lastly, we talked about the 5-3-2 theory. And that's not a football formation or some maths equation, but a theory that you have to consider the five people that are very important in your life, be it your partner, best friend, family member or colleagues. Every time you see those five people, for the first three minutes, you treat them like a long-lost friend. No negative thoughts, no thinking anything bad about them or anything like that. Just positive thoughts about how happy you would be to see them if it had been a long time. And for the first two seconds, every time you see those five people, you silently wish them well or say I love you inside your head. 
or say it out loud. I guess it depends on the person and the situation. It's an internal mental strategy, the opposite to the default of finding fault with people, and it puts you in a positive frame of mind and helps you stop wanting to throw things at them, which if you're on holiday is a pretty handy tip. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these podcasts, and now you're armed with a few tricks that you can make sure the remainder of the summer is a brilliant one, and you can maybe carry this thinking over into the next few months after that as well. If you have enjoyed it, we do have a few more that you can listen to on our website. Just head over to www.artofbrilliance.co.uk slash podcasts, where you'll hear chats with some of the other people behind the Art of Brilliance. And these podcasts have got some great content in in relation to being the happiest version of yourself, including some positive psychology tricks and some of the science behind the Art of Brilliance, and much, much more. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback on any of our podcasts or if there's any subject in particular that you'd like us to cover. And don't forget you can keep up to date with us. We're on Facebook and Twitter and we also have a mailing list. You can find links to do all of this on our website, which is www.artofbrilliance.co.uk or just search for Art of Brilliance in Google. You'll find us. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this and we'll be back very soon with our next podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliant podcast. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Art of Brilliance or visit the website www.artofbrilliance.co.uk for lots of brilliant stuff that will make you more awesome than you already are. See you soon.